everybody and welcome to the monkey business episode 9 yes i'm not johan today uh he is in dubai casting and he couldn't really find the time to be with us but he will be here next week but we brought reinforcements hey tobias what's up buddy what's up what's up Good to be here it's awesome and joss is back uh hello again so we're all here today uh we have a massive lag we have like three seconds of lag and after seeing all the comments of hate that I get about me interrupting people, I'm going to try really, really hard. I put it next to the screen and say, stop interrupting people. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I mean, we've got uh, like we've got one guy in LA, one guy in Malaysia and me in the UK. <laughs> like it's, uh, there's always going to be these uh, these little disconnects. And I also like that uh, to get a replacement for Johan, uh, we, we thought who who else has got luxurious long blonde hair? Ah, oh, Dobson. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm winning on that game now. He he cut half of it off, so uh, yeah, I have more more hair. So, dude, tell us a little bit before we go to the questions and or things like that. Yeah, tell us what's going on with life. Uh, where are you up to? Uh, I don't know. How is the now sitting on your porch? You know, with the baby and the wife and <laughs> How is life after everything? I mean, it's it's pretty chill. Like we're living in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur right now, and just uh, kind of like settling down and trying to figure out how we're gonna where we're gonna live and all that kind of stuff, and like just like settling down and dealing with all this problems of uh, moving to another country like visa and all that and all this kind of stuff so it's a, there's some stuff to figure out but we're we're getting it done and uh, this is pretty chill just playing some dots and hanging out with the family and pretty chill yeah you're having fun and enjoying this different period of your life after being with me for all year last year <laughs> i mean I mean, of course, it's like sometimes it gets a bit like boring, I guess. You're just like, it's just like every day is kind of the same. Like you don't have these exciting moments or that kind of stuff so much. It's just like, you know, normal life. It's, it's, I like it. Yeah. What would you say is like the, uh, the biggest difference you've noticed since moving, uh, to, to Malaysia? Cause I imagine there's, um, like quite a, uh, a culture shock almost uh going from like finland to malaysia you know what's uh what have you found interesting i mean it's uh i mean the people are very very different that's something obviously i have a bit of a hard time dealing with also like i'm very finnish myself i'm very uh like reserved and i, I want my own time i want to i'm just like you know and then people here are like super like bubbly and like happy and loud and yeah, <laughs> happy people, bleh, bleh. They're like yeah they're, <laughs> they're just happy and they want to talk and stuff so i'm just like oh whoa, whoa, can you like take a step back and just let me be and, but no it's it's pretty great uh, and now like living in a big city like everything's more accessible so it's that's that's a nice thing in a way but it's also like I kind of miss the nature part of Finland, so there's things to get used to, definitely. But there's like ups and downs for sure. 
It's no, just people that. have to have to contextualize that when you say we live in Finland, you live in Finland. Like you live beyond the wall. You are with the wildlings <laughs> and, and, the, and the free people and the giants. You're like up, up in the mountains. Uh, well, not mountains. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when people say they live in Finland, most of them like, like they're like, "Oh, Helsinki!" Like, yeah, that's a that's a nice city. I'm like, that's a that's like a huge city for us. Like, that those are different people. They're not they're not us. <laughs> they're, they're, mm-hmm. We are completely different. Also, people who live in the the northern part of Finland, but yeah, so we are we're the, the true Finns, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember I saw this, like, I don't know if it was an Instagram video of, of Mawar, where she opens the house door and there is just snow everywhere. <laughs> and I'm not talking about snow, I'm talking about snow. And she's like, fuck this, and closes the door <laughs> and just goes back home. Yeah. And there's a video that she has, like, pushing the car of Rina just on the snow. Yeah, that's life in Finland during the winter. It's a lot I was of say, snow. That's summer, that's summer for you guys. <laughs> I mean, summer is actually nice. Like, it's actually warm and nice. It's like two two months of warmth, and then it starts getting colder again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. What you're going through right now is what Marwar went when she went to Finland. You know? Yeah. It was a completely yeah. different culture shock for her as well. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, definitely a lot of lot to take in. Like when you move into a completely different uh, landscape, and the people are completely different, and it's a lot of things to process and it can be really hard to get used to it for sure but this is not the longest you've been in malaysia right you were for six months uh yeah it was like almost six during COVID when COVID started yeah i mean i was here and then we flew to la and then i flew back here so it was, it was almost like six months in total with a small break in between but mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and now you've been there since when since November, December. Yeah, no, late November we we left basically from Finland. So it's been like okay. more than three months, three and a half, I guess. No, almost. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea is to get a place there and to get a permanent resident to be there. Yeah. So and then going back and forth from Finland to Malaysia. Yeah. So basically, we just rented a place for one year now. Uh, and after now, we're like planning to either rent some other place and buy our own furniture because it's like fully furnished apartment because we didn't want to like move into an empty house from Finland straight away. So we decided to do this and, and basically live here for for now when we both have work and, and then just visit Finland for like a Christmas and but mainly just live here in Malaysia because I don't know just living in two places it's like I don't know, it's like stressful also, and then it's like always traveling, and if you're like traveling twice a year even, like, it's just a bit, like, you, you kind of have to live in one place, that's how I feel, like, you can't have two homes, like, mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. So you are going to be living in Malaysia then, full-time, at least for a year? Yeah, yeah, at least for a year, I mean, at least the plan is for the next, the future years at least, and then... Maybe when we are a bit older, we move back to Finland. So that's kind of the plan for now. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mentioned to you a few months ago that the plan was to go and visit you. Still the plan. 
I found a way or an excuse to make content out of it. <laughs> so, I mean, we're going to tease it, but one of the episodes of BMW is going to be about Topias in Malaysia. And that's my whole excuse to go there and see you. Always uh, welcome. It's going to be great. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to be probably like April. It's going to be before the second major. And the second major is uh, early May. So we'll have to do it a little bit earlier. All right. Nice. So that'll be great. Honestly, I'm, I'm free. I'm free tomorrow. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Just come, come here. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm done. I'm done from. I'm done with LA for a little bit. I'm done. I'm fucking done. Why? What happened? Uh, dude, LA. I have such a complicated relationship with LA that when I'm not in LA, I, I miss LA. I miss LA dearly. I miss my friends. I miss the food. I miss the beach. But when I'm in LA, I have to wake up every day at four or five a.m. to. to you know, working OG, oh, and yeah. I start losing my mind slowly, 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 and then I never get to do any of those things that are the reasons why I'm in LA mm. because I'm always tired and, <laughs> and sleep deprived. I so see. I think LA is my favorite place to be somewhere else. Like <laughs> if I am, I don't know, in Romania during the major, I'm like, oh, can't wait to go back I mean, to LA to yeah, 30 degrees. I kind of have the same same so thing. With, is like, oh. I kind of have the same thing with Finland, like. Every time I'm away from Finland, I'm like, damn, I really want to be in Finland. I oh, all the good times and memories. And then when I'm in Finland, it's like, oh, I want to be somewhere else. <laughs> like, I want to be here. Tobias, yeah. yeah. so, yeah, besides your time living in, in, in Portugal, is this the, I mean, in Malaysia, this is the only two times that you've lived away, right? When you were in Malaysia during the TI, sorry, during COVID, then Portugal with us, that you were there for six months and now being back. But this is your first real relocation, like planning, I'm moving to somewhere. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's definitely like a very big, big thing for me because I always envisioned myself. Like I always had this dream that oh, I'm going to have this house by the lake and in a small town in Finland, you know, and just live a very, very simple life. Like just a no, like nothing. Like I don't want to have, I don't want to deal with anything. Basically, I just want to live my life kind of thing so it's definitely a big big step to actually move to another country learn a new culture and like uh you know going through this like all these things you have to go through when you move to another country like it's it's definitely a big thing big thing but i don't know it's it's going fine i guess and day day at a time things we do for love eh? yeah the things we do for love that's awesome, dude. So, do, do they speak English? Uh, can you communicate with, with the normal population? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's basically everybody here speaks uh, English in, uh, in the city. Maybe if you go, like, further away, then okay. the people there, the older generation might not speak English so much. But here, everybody speaks English. That's at least nice. So. Do you get recognized on the street? Does this happen? Oh yeah, I mean here there's so much fans like <laughs> Oh that's awesome. if you compare to Finland, like I I, <laughs> I mean I mean it's nice sometimes, but sometimes when you're in a rush and there's like people coming up to you so like or if you're not in the mood then it's like it, it can be sometimes a bit too much. Like in restaurants if you're eating and then people come to you and stuff. Sometimes you're right, like, but oh, be again. able to give me like but overall it's very very how of, how often how often this happens. Like because I've been with Johan in LA and he gets recognized maybe once every two days somebody would know who he is when uh, we're working on the street okay i mean here it's like every time i go out to a mall i <laughs> damn, 
maybe average probably stopped like two, three times at least. And then sometimes people don't come up to me, but when they're like, see me eating in a restaurant then later in the stream they're like oh i saw you here eating how was the food <laughs> that kind of stuff That's it's, awesome. like, it's, it's funny it's, it's very different like in finland maybe in finland i got recognized like people come up to me like once total in my whole time living in finland so and it was your uncle because there's no one else living in your town <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually some some young young guy but yeah you should consider uh, the UK sometime because honestly, I think there's like five people who play Dota in the UK, um, and it's like that's including Tigov <laughs> and Odie Pixel. So, you know, it's uh, honestly like everyone I speak to my age like knows yeah. about esports, but it'll be like, oh yeah, I love League of Legends, or I love Valorant, and I'm like, oh, come on, man, <laughs> you know, just itching for the day. Like, yeah, no, I feel like it's the same. See, I feel like it's like CS:GO, and then. Then League of Legends. Is yeah. There. Like I remember when I went to university, I, like they had a uh, a gaming and esports society, right? So where you can go and you can meet other people at the uni, um, like who are interested in in, in games and esports. Uh, so I was like, great, you know, I'll show up, play some Mario Kart, hopefully find some more people to play like Dota with, and literally like one person who went there, like knew of Dota and played Dota, the rest. Like maybe they'd heard of it, but like weren't interested. And the one guy that I met there who played Dota was my roommate for like the next two years after that. So like it, it was a crazy coincidence. Like you play Dota, but... I play Dota. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Best friends right away. L- literally, yeah, because there was like no one else. When when I moved to LA, I didn't have any friends, and I went on a date with one girl. And she was like, hey, I'm going to go with my friends uh, to this dinner. Do you want to come? And I was like, sure. I'm thinking, okay, I barely met this girl and I'm going to be meeting a bunch of fucking people, which is always <laughs> weird, you know, when you don't really know the girl. Yeah. And when I got there, there was a guy that plays Dota. And I was like, I just found my new friends in LA. That's it. That's nice. my new friends. I'm still friends with them to this day. We added each other yeah. on Steam and then we went to like different trips together. They invited me to go to Vegas. It's like fine. I've never been to Vegas, and yeah, like that's how I met my LA friends through, through awesome. Dota. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not that easy to find boomers and play Dota, you know, on the streets. I feel like we're like all closet nerds. We don't talk about it. Oh, you play Dota? <laughs> no way. That game is for nerds. And like, cut cut to. I have ten thousand hours playing this game. No, but actually nowadays, like, there's even these older people that. Like some, I don't know. I don't even know them. Like some kind of like friends, but not really friends. Friends that are like, you know, older people, like forties, fifties, and they are like kind of starting to understand, like, oh, this esport thing. Like, they they're not just. It's uh, not just like, oh, they're just kids playing games. Anymore. They actually take it a little bit more seriously nowadays. It's like it's kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Have you seen one thing? You, I'm three years away from being on the older people list from TBS. <laughs> <laughs> three. I'm three years away. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These older, older people, you know? These very, very old people are 40. Mm. The, these super old retirement <laughs> home people. Yeah. Once we retired like 20 years ago, they're 50 years old. <laughs> 
40. So he retired at 30. That's what I life. understand because right I remember there. when I was yeah. when I was like young. Fuck. Okay, I'm just changing topics, but not changing topics. I had no idea that my life was gonna be like this at 36, 37. I thought like, ah, <laughs> by the time I'm 30, I will get my shit together, you know. By the time I'm 30, I will be like, yeah, no, it's exactly the same clownies. Sadly, my friends are just as clowny and silly and useless. They just have more kids. We do the same thing, yeah. make the same mistakes. They just have kids. Uh, the having having kids part is like the like showing to like other people. I have my shit together, you know. <laughs> it's like, like, but in reality, nah, that, that's not the case. Everybody is just yeah, especially because I think about it. When I was a kid, you know, I used to thought that my parents, oh, my parents, my parents have the shit together. No, they got me at thirty. Yeah. They were like already like older than that generation, but. I'm like, my God, I'm like seven years older than my, when my mom had it. And I spend my days in Lisbon with a group of nerds playing video games. <laughs> what can go wrong? It's the life. It's amazing. It's life. Dude, but you started the family so fast and so early. This is amazing. How are you enjoying father fatherhood now that you're like in the middle of it? Because obviously when you were playing Dota, you were in the middle of it, but you still had like another priorities or other things going on. But now you're like in the deep. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely like there's good and bad in it for sure. Like, like I personally, I'm quite like I like to have my own freedom. So having a kid, obviously, some of that freedom goes away. Like you have to take care of the kid. You have to go by their schedule. Like they go to bed at some at like ten latest ten or something, and they get up at eight or something. Like you cannot like. You can't just decide like, oh, I'm going to actually play this game the whole night and just like chill or go out with my friends. Like everything has to be more planned. Like you can't just like make these decisions like right away. Like if you want to go out, you have to plan it like, yo, can someone take care of it and take, take care for the night or things like that. So definitely takes away some of the freedom of like, you know, when I did single and all that, like I could do whatever I wanted and just, just taking care of myself. There's like this. It's just like so free. Like you don't have to worry about anything. Like now I have to worry like, oh, did she? What did she eat today? Do I need to get some groceries? And like all this kind of stuff. Like it's you have to like worry about other people. So it's it's tiring for sure. But it's it's definitely also like nice thing after you know after streaming and working or anything, and then you go to your kid and play with her, and it's it's just like heartwarming also. So yeah, it's like. It's it's nice. It's nice, but tiring. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk to you. I have I mean, I know you've been playing because I watched your stream. But what do you think about the new patch to do a segue into Dota? Uh, my initial thoughts were kind of negative. I was like, a bit like, you know the you know the meme of the <laughs> the comic and the ice frog is giving you the new plate, the patch, like like a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of my initial reaction to the patch. So, uh, but then I just started playing it and the new hero also, I was like, kind of bummed out because like the last three heroes are kind of similar. Like everybody's a strength hero, casting stuns yeah. and uh, tanky, all these things. So I was a bit like, oh, the uh, mobile as well. Yeah. 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 And this early <laughs> game kind of hero, I was kind of hoping to see like some hard carry kind of something crazy, but. I played it quite a bit now, and I don't know. 
I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of new things actually to discover, and also new items. It was like I kind of thought all of them are really bad, like un unplayable bad. All the new items. So that was also like a bit of a bummer for me. But then like all the changes to Orchid, Bloodborne, those items are more like uh, viable now, and maybe the new items have some niche uses sometimes but i don't know it's it's kind of fun like trying to figure out if, are they actually really that bad or are there some like reasons to actually buy this boots of drums or <laughs> whatever thing and, <laughs> and the, the the blade thing that turns you into magic damage and, and i've been playing the new hero a lot but i've been losing a lot also so i don't know if, you it's, play if it's good Primal, you're playing yeah, I bet the Primal Beast like more than 10 games now, and I think my win rate is like 20%. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like mid snap fire. You're getting some TI shape already. Yeah, TI shape is. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for sure. <laughs> I no, think I for me, the patch, the problem with the patch. Sorry, Josh, I interrupt. Okay. I would say no, that cool. the game didn't change fundamentally that much. The way that it was. Yeah, played. I think it's the, the same, it's the same game. Yeah, the biggest problem I definitely had was that the mid lane plays very similarly still, and it, I kind of wanted to see some kind of change to the mid lane, like with the water runes and the small camps and all these things. Like they, I don't know. I think the meta pool of the mid heroes are gonna stay very similar, but actually the change to null talismans are, might change the meta quite a bit because the null talismans are really bad now <laughs> compared to what they were <laughs> because of the spell spell damage they gave is like so broken compared to what they do now so some of these heroes like puck and pop and all these linas and they're gonna probably be a little bit less popular but even then it's just the same game and maybe it's just maybe my expectations but you know when they put shrines it became a completely different game when we put bounties, it mm -hmm. became a completely different game. They've been doing things that changed the game completely. This one, the same game. I mean, See, I'm killing I... different creeps and then killing different things, but I feel it's mm -hmm. the same game. I would say, if you don't know anything about the patch and you join, it feels the same. Yeah. See, my theory on this, right, uh, on this patch, is that I feel like this patch is fine, if we hadn't waited so long for a patch, and I feel like as the wait between uh, like the last big patch and this one got longer and longer and longer, people's expectations, like whether like consciously or not, like were rising and rising and rising. I feel like if this patch had kind of had a uh, quote unquote normal wait time between it and the last one. I like I feel like it would be like oh okay not bad you know like like not amazing don't get me wrong but uh like you know I feel like I feel like people were kind of uh like the community's expect expectations were rising because we thought okay it's been it's been like feels like a year you know like like Valve will have got all of these amazing new features in and when it turns out to be a fairly average patch then people feel a bit let down by it like that's my theory anyway like around this patch uh what do you guys think yeah i mean i i think the maybe for the average player like 
you don't see anything like huge from this patch like oh this like mm. very specific thing changed that uh, it's very it's a bit harder to see and you might need like a lot of games with the patch before you realize like oh maybe there is some things to discover still uh, like a lot of things to discover that are new and cool like <clears throat> i didn't think too much about the changes to the shards also the fact that you can buy them in 15 minutes it, it actually like makes some heroes so much stronger because getting Tiny. the shard five minutes earlier, like some of this, like the shards didn't get nerfed, like almost none of them. So getting some insane spell at minute 15 on mostly supports, but also also course can be, it, it can like make some heroes so much better. Uh, so that's also something I've been like theory crafting, like what heroes could actually just like make, like buy the shard yeah. right away at 15 and make it so much stronger and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think overall the patch is, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the greatest, greatest patch. And I kind of still dislike all of the new items they made. They don't really, I don't know, they don't, they don't resonate with me like some other new items they made before, like Octarine and all these cool items. But And then they also made Bloodstone like very bad round now. So <laughs> Bloodstone was like one of my... One of my like favorite items to buy on heroes like Zeus and all this, all this in heroes, just because it's like insane spell lamp and scaling and all this. You get like spell lamp, life steal, and all this heals and stuff. And now it's just like dead item, only for like less or something. Understand? I think that just is right. If this was the pass that came literally a week after TI, I would be like, that's fine. It's a part of changes gameplay. Okay, it changes the, some of the fundamental things that we play because the heroes are different. So now there's a whole new heroes and all that. It just doesn't change the game we played. And okay, for example, I, I don't, you know, you're right, uh, Tobias. The, the level that I played, it doesn't make any difference, the patch. The level that you played, it does make a lot of difference. For me, I see the, like you said, mid lane. I played exactly the same way. I, I don't have enough nuances or enough, you know, small details to see any difference. I yeah. I don't know, but the moment that they put water runes, at least they change a little bit more how I used to play. Even though I do not enjoy the water rune meta, I really don't. I really, really don't. Like so much of your game depends of the water rune and the first real rune on where it shows up. It's just so RNG. But anyway. I, I, I saw, you saw the games that we played, the Dubai tournament? No, I, I saw some of them a little bit, but I didn't really like watch through from the beginning any of the games yet. Yeah. I haven't been watching too much. So you've missed Johan, the best <sighs> thing that happened to, to Dota on the last <laughs> I saw I saw a Twitter, like, what's going on? I saw some clips and stuff of Johan shouting. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, okay, Mike, <laughs> let's put this here. Here, we're gonna edit and we're gonna see a few moments because there is a, a moment where Johan is fantastic. Where he so he talks about we every single time we play, he talks <laughs> about we. But so far, I think what's going on top is really good for us. I thought we had the oof on, on Triant, but the boost no. we opted for the boost. Okay. Oh, we didn't get the trap. Ooh. No. So instead of letting us get the roach, they're actually gonna go for it here. Looks like we're not aware and don't ah. care. Yeah. Or don't care. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, we're, right? we're, we're actually scared. We think we're, we're probably thinking that they can't do the Roche. 
And on Reddit and everybody was like, you have to stop saying we. So now every single time he says we, he realizes and he feels bad about it. And it's just fantastic hearing it. And <laughs> there is a moment where oh, he's okay. like, okay, so we did this and we did this. And uh, I, I will play the clip. And the troll just clicks ulti and everything goes so fast. Like the damage is so intense. I. I I was expecting us to run away. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting this fight to be terrible. You know, the egg goes off, the tombstone is down, but it didn't matter. The BKBs and the, the, the overcharge on the troll and the Mars Arena. Yeah, I had the wrong read on that fight. And and then luckily for OG, they had the which is also me. We had the right read. Not biased at all. Just very neutral caster. He's having so much fun. He's like, <laughs> I haven't seen him this alive since he was playing Dota. I mean, because, you know, I spent a lot of time with him and there is, he's a happy guy. He's actually much happier than he was when we were in, in, in Portugal. He's like, you know, he's found other things to do and he's working out and he's healthy, but there was this element that he could not tap into. And through this casting, he's tapping into it and he's just coming alive, you know? This hysterical laugh. I haven't heard his hysterical laugh since the time in Lisbon when everybody was there. Oh, shoot. <laughs> it's so much fun that's, to that's watch. Nice. And, like, um, it's, it's really interesting as well. Like, the actual insights he's able to give adds, like, this whole new dim dimension because, obviously, it's not been too long since since you guys were playing. Uh, and so when he does give an insight, like, it's as if he's, like, stepped into the booth. It's, like, quickly captaining the team saying, we need to do this, we need to think about that. And then taking a step back and like becoming the caster again. Like I found, I found it funny not just because like I'm a massive OG fan and like it, it like it was really funny to see like a a biased cast, you know. Uh, but like it was also really insightful as well. I felt uh, like watching him cast. Um, so yeah, I mean I was very here for it. I think it it's only painful if you're uh, you know a, a Team Secret fan, you know, <laughs> having to watch that game because a you lost and b the owner of the uh, team you lost against is uh, laughing about it on the cast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's always nice to have have casters that like pro pros casting. Like when when pros have the talent to actually like you know. Mm. Put in the words these things that happen in the game and explain it like simply to the viewers. Also, I feel like it adds like a lot of value to the cast because most of the casters usually like they're not not that good that they can explain what why are the pros doing this or that. So I think it's really cool when pros step in there and cast games. I think it's really cool. Can you play this clip for Topias map? In the tornado, he comes back to earth and he's Woo! been slaughtered by Yuragi. Now Ice Ice Ice, he's the next bomb! up on the menu as Yuragi's gonna keep on chasing for more alongside Amar. They're gonna be able to chase down the supports of the back line here. Yaps are leaping, leaping, leaping away, but Pump doesn't go? have that no mobility. Way! <laughs> Okay. It sounds like he, this sounds like true sight that he's playing there. Like the, the way he's reacting yeah. to this, this place, I, I was I would be thinking that he's in the game. You know? <laughs> so that's how he is when he's in the game. Yeah, I mean, if sometimes, yeah, yeah, if he's like really hyped, that that's kind of how he is. I was I was thinking that that's exactly how he's out sometimes when he's winning and he has that super energetic mentality and.
Uh, it's, it's really, really funny. So we have, when we started playing with a new team, uh, Seb, Johan and I sometimes got together on Discord and watched the game together. And this is the, the maniac person that I saw. He was so funny. They were just talking shit the whole time. The whole time. Non-stop. Non-stop. And it's just hilarious. But that, that stream has to be an after darker stream because, oh my God, they don't leave anybody alive. It'll be like, yep. just making fun of everybody. We watched the, the secret yep. OG. Remember the first, the first game of the season that we 2-0 secret? Well, yeah, we yeah. watched that together. And honestly, it felt like we just won TI. <laughs> we just won. That's it. We didn't have to do anything else. We just won. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. I mean, how how did that make you feel, uh, like Thompson? Like when when you saw when you saw the result, or like I'm not sure if you like if you watched it because obviously I know you were moving. Mm. Yeah. But like, how do you feel after like seeing the start the new team made? I mean, it's really cool because the people in the team, I most of them I don't know much, and the people I know like Taiga and Misha a little bit, but mostly. Mm -hmm. Taiga, I, I played with him also a long time ago before joining OG. <clears throat> we were in the same team. So back then, like, I, I, I don't know how to... I, I guess I didn't have like that much expectations for the new roster. Like I, I was like, oh, we'll see how they do, but I have like no expectations. Like, we'll see yeah. how they do. Uh, and uh, because it's like completely new people, like most of them haven't been in like... Only Taiga has been in like... Uh, really good team and of course he's he's an amazing player but then i'm just like oh, we'll see we'll see how it goes <clears throat> and when they when they beat secret it's like well damn like these kids are really <laughs> here to play you know <laughs> like like is this yeah. like the new new og the new generations they're really like like the spirit and all that like these new kids like they're just too good at the game like uh, even me, like I'm like, oh shit, I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> like I'm just like 23, and I feel like you're an old man now. The fire, yeah, yeah. It's like they have this fire that I remember, like time I had this couple of years ago, but now it's just different. Like since these new kids, they have so much energy and passion, and they just really want to win, you know. So they they just put so much into it, and yeah, it shows. When you when you watch any of the games, do you take a little bit of special interest on what VCM is doing, or because it's obviously where you know more of a game, or you just try to isolate no, yourself I, and put yourself in the macro picture? No, I I just I don't I just watch them very casually. Like I watch the stream and just listen to the casters, and I don't really like look into it too much. I'm just uh, just enjoying the show basically. It's been really fun seeing some of the mismatch ups, eh? Very, very... Okay, I have a question for you, even though it's maybe too technical. Dude, the Invoker versus Ember, that matchup that we've seen a million times is in every single one of the games right now, and the matchup is very different than it used to be before. Really? I wasn't... Because I remember as an Invoker, I just destroy every Ember, <laughs> basically. So. Correct. I... So that, that is yeah. exactly what it used to be, the matchup. But I feel right yeah. now, the slide of fish is super broken and it does yeah, an it immense is. amount of damage. So the matchup in a way has changed it completely, in my opinion, which means that Invoker doesn't dominate immediately, which means that there's a few things that happen much faster for Ember 
and he becomes super dangerous really fast. Okay, so I think that's also... Wait, when was it really popular, like Invoker Ember matchup? I feel like it was before the addition of water runes that that was like what we played a lot. Like I would dumpster all, the, all these embers, but I feel like now you can you can pretty much get away with all these embers, pangoliers, and all that because you have the water runes at two a minute and bounties at three, and you have runes every minute basically to sustain the harass <clears throat> and the small camp also the farm. But I don't know how strong Ember actually is. Like, can he actually just? straight out lane against Invoker like that, but, but yeah, I think those so what I've seen, help a yes. lot. Because oh, okay, Slide okay. of Fist really puts a lot of pressure on Invoker. I mean, not, not me playing, like, it's literally in every game. Yeah. Everybody's picking yeah. Ember. And right now, if, you know, like, if somebody picks Ember, boom, they pick Invoker on you completely, immediately. Right now, there is some Embers mm. being picked on Invoker. Oh, which is, okay. are you sure this is happening? You know? Yeah, I mean, My, Invoker has been... Yeah. I haven't been a fan of Invoker for the last half a year. I mean, I, I, probably you guys, like, probably from OG, like also the last, like TI and all that, all the bootcamp, I'm like, no Invoker, please. Like this hero is kind of fallen off. He has gotten some minor nerfs here and there all the time. So I don't know. I guess the hero is just, and the fact that you don't utilize the water runes and the small camp. So. I don't, I'm not a fan of the hero that much myself, right, right it's now. It's in every game right now, eh? It's in every game. In Dubai, everybody's right. first picking or second picking because BCM prioritizes it all the time. He wants it all the time. Miracle is yeah. playing in every yeah. game. Every it's game. First, and, first pick, first man well. for, uh, like, Nygma. Yeah. Miracle God. Okay, Josh, I think it's time to go through the questions because we, oh my God, we're like 40 minutes talking. Uh, we yeah, have some questions for fun. you, Topias. Uh, We've got one video question today, and then the rest um, I'll be reading out from the list. Um, so, Mike, if you want to play the video question, we'll do that one first, and then we'll uh, rattle out the, the remaining ones from there. Hello, everyone. My name is Quentin. I'm French, and I would like to say thank you to what uh, you've been doing for the OG family. Now I have a question for Chadson. Sorry, uh, Dogson. Sorry. Topson, uh, I would like to know, uh, now you're proud daddy, uh, when will you finally change your name to Top Dad? And is that also, of course, one of the motivations that makes you play again and again to be the very best? See you everyone. Bye. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? Dad. I mean, I think I let the, the fan base deal with the nicknames. I uh, probably have like 100 different versions of... <laughs> Topson, Flopson, Dogson, all that Dapson stuff. So. <laughs> Chat. Yeah. That's so, my favorite. Yeah, sure. Uh, but motivating me to play, I mean, of course, it's like having a family and all that. You kind of feel like you still, like, I feel like I still need to, you know, provide for the family and, and I still enjoy Dota a lot. But I wouldn't say right now. I I don't know if I would consider going pro anytime soon. Like back back to pro because then I can see like from these teams and these new new players and all that how how they have the motivation and fire that I know I don't necessarily have myself right now. So I know that it's just gonna be like a very tough uphill battle to fight if I were to come back 
So I'm probably just gonna chill and wait for the moment when I feel like I'm at my peak again. And if that ever happens, then you guys might see me again in the scene. That's awesome. I, I obviously always I always want to talk to you to you about this, but I try not to ask too much because I get all the time, you know, it's your hands up and Topias coming back. And when we announce the most likely candidate to not come back is Seb. <laughs> but Seb is the one that plays the most out of the three of you. <laughs> He's in game every day. Yeah. He has some problems. <laughs> 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 yes, he has some, some problems. I just he loves the game too much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he struggles all the time because it's like, should I just get in or not get in? Uh, what do I do? <laughs> oh man, no, he he just loves the game too much. I, I don't know. Anna yeah. is playing all day, all day. Yeah, he's been playing a lot. Also, I've been talking with him quite a bit, and we like snipe each other, we queue at the same time and stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. I see you. I see you guys. On on yeah. that note, yeah. Um, w so basically, what I did, I uh, went into our Discord server, uh, discord.gg/ogesports, and I just popped a quick message in there. I explained that we had a uh, a very special guest, yourself, uh, coming on the podcast, and I asked people to send in their questions. Um, the first one I'm going to ask you is uh, on the same topic. It's from uh, one of our new members, a guy called Willie. Uh, he said, uh, hi, Topson. You meet Anna a lot when you stream uh, like on Twitch. What is the first thing that comes in your mind when you see him, both on your team and then on the enemy team? So like, how do you feel when you see him in-game? Uh, there's, there's this moment on the drafting phase, you know? You, you get in the game, you're like, first of all, I'm I'm usually on a trolley mood myself, so the games are gonna be hard <laughs> from the get go. And then if Anna also is on the same team and he's on a trolley mood, which is also almost always, so <laughs> we have I'm I'm playing some random mid hero, I don't know some Bane or something, and he's just running around as a putch or something or prophet and just suiciding on towers and pushing towers and suiciding. Then it's just like it's just. It's just trolls, troll game, games mm. almost all this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And yeah. you, you guys really like gun for each other as well. Like I've seen clips of you guys, like I've seen clips from your stream of like the, the, there could be a whole team fight going on, and the two of you don't care about the other like uh, the other eight heroes in the game. You're just looking for each other, and and you're gonna cast all your spells on the other guy and get him out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and like I mean, it, it, it's a joy to watch, but it's it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the fun in it. Like you queue against each other, and then you <laughs> just make each other's lives miserable. That should be on the on the back of a box of Dora, you know. Come and play <laughs> with friends. They said, you know. Yeah, it would be fun. They said, just look for each other and try to make each other's life as miserable as you can. Yeah, Dora that sounds like Dora. Yeah. One, two TIs with my friend, then he snipes my cues. And uh, that should be your Steam review for the game. Yeah. Um, so the next question I'll ask then, uh, speaking of winning TIs, uh, is from another new member, a guy called WoW. Uh, he said, hey, Topson, which team 
do you think would win if there was a match between between OG at TI9, so the 2019 OG roster, and the current iteration of Team Spirit? Like, if it's you guys from TI9, from TI9, and I'm gonna say like you know kind of during the event versus Team Spirit at TI10, how do you think it would go? Uh, that's like know, kind of kind of. <laughs> I guess a weird question because it's a completely different game from TI9 to TI10, basically. So, I mean, obviously, if it's mm. like, so it's hard to evaluate like which one is which team is actually stronger if you don't consider the patch or anything. But of course, I would have to go with the OG. Like, dude, this is stomp <laughs> TI9, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Spirit kind of kind of stomp TI10 though. So, uh, I guess it's hard to hard to say which one was more. Did they? Did they stop TI10? Because they dropped to the lower bracket, and then we were oh, so okay. close to beating them when Collapse yeah, pulled true, everybody. They two one secret. Like they, I mean, yeah. they deserve to win it. Eh? I'm not taking any credit. They they found a way to outfox and outsmart everyone, and they did it to PGC at the on the finals. But you guys just walked the I nine. Oh yeah, that, that that's true. That's true. We we had our own thing for the I nine, and we just kind of let everybody try to beat it, and nobody could beat it so uh, i have to go with our ti9 magical <laughs> run i would say that if you put ti8 dota og and you put ti10 spirit then you gotta fight yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, true that's... it's like who could who could fluke more through the event you know <laughs> but ti9 was Yo, it's gonna be on right now <laughs> og calling <laughs> these spirits win a fluke <laughs> It, at TIA, there was a lot of small moments that maybe if they don't happen, like none of it happens. Like uh, like the big one that comes to mind is the uh, the Anna selling his um, Ring of Aquila, I think. Uh, yeah, like on the PL game. Like I like that's just you know something else, and it's the kind of thing that you know if 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 one tiny thing is different in that moment, then maybe like it doesn't happen. And then, yeah, I mean, or those, the EG, yeah. EG game, you know, when tiny, oh, yeah. when 13 and one, yeah. something like that. I mean, TI, TI 8 games were a lot of them were those games that we were just on like one bad move away from losing. Like, so many of those games, like, we were just like kind of getting stomped and all that. And then, some, some way we managed to win those. So, those are like obviously, you don't want to be in that position in games. So, it's like you kind of leave it mm -hmm. up to chance, like. What if this move goes wrong a little bit? Then you actually just straight up lose these games. But I don't know. TI8 yeah, was, it was. We got. I, I guess we got really lucky. Honestly, like some of these games, like you have to. Everything went right at some point. Like so many games. So, yeah. I would say that that's what I felt with the spirit. Not lucky. I felt like you guys were always able to outsmart. Like you were never fully dead. Because Team Spirit, in my opinion, should have lost a few of the series, but they found a way. You know. To not let the game just go away. Dude, remember when, I mean, I mean, remember, fuck it, you were there. So what am I going to say? If you remembered, you clearly remember when Tiny, you're pushing the tier three top, you know, then you and Tiny is a one high ground. That was supposed to be the end of that game. Yeah. Or the bottom fight, you know, when you're pushing tier three, that was supposed to be the end of that. And then Collapse fucking pulled some all the way in. And yeah. I was like, now we we're all diving. The comms he continues to do this. Yeah. We want to go high ground, and then I, my job was to cancel the skewer, and then I, I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Subair is in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Subair, I didn't get you. <laughs> Uh, it, was, uh, it was rough. Rough loss for sure. He still does it. He di he did it to us yesterday. We were playing OG. Yeah. The new OG was playing uh, Spirit and Collapse has Magnus. And then Amar has the Timber Soul with Ewels. And he grabbed him twice as he was going into RP. And he would just put Insta Ewels him. And you know, oh. there's an animation change. I think like now the, to the Horn Stores allows you to still cast during the Horn yeah, Stores when, you're, when yeah. you're going up. Correct. So now he could seep out. He could like timber chain out. And before he yeah. couldn't do that. Before he's like, you're fucked. You're coming yeah. with me. No, I was super broken. And yeah, so it's like the horn toss. They, they nerf collapse. That's like yeah. a collapse nerf. <laughs> like, no, you don't yep. get to do this anymore. Sorry. Yep. They nerfed him and he still got two heroes in their fountain yesterday. So like uh, collapse Dude, someone else, man. He dropped us. We were, we had, we were, we had won the game. And he oh, skewered yeah. our troll all the way to the fountain. Again, yes, no, uh, no. I've seen this game before. Yeah. <laughs> Flashbacks. PTSD, right? Flashbacks, oh no. He's back at the fountain! He's caught! He's killed! Are you kidding me? The only good thing that makes me feel less bad about it is that he did it to many more teams than us. It was yeah. not us. We were not the only dummies. He was doing it to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, speaking of, of TIA, uh, Apostle has asked, uh, Hi Topson, what was it like to play at the TI Grand Finals for the first time? Um, like, what was your experience of, like, the pressure of the moment, you know, kind of knowing that you're, uh, like, you're on main stage, you're playing up against people like, like Somnus, uh, you know, what's it like in that moment? Uh, I don't know, I don't have, like... It's weird to me because I have really like vague memories of how I felt during TI eight games, mm -hmm. uh, especially like like I can't recall like I can't recall the moment and how I felt at this point. I mean, I can I can remember like when walking into the booth and when the draft is going on, you kind of like you're nervous and you you feel uneasy, but. <clears throat> Other than that, like when the game starts, like I, I don't know. It's just we. I mean, got a, I, I got a, like a really good, uh, like a lot of help from like Johan and Seb, uh, in this. Like uh, you know, just they keep saying like just play Dota. It's just another Dota game, and it, it's just like it's TI, but it's it's nothing. Like it's it's literally just you're just playing Dota here. Like, yeah. So I kind of just like tried to keep that in my head like just just go there sit down and play dota the same thing you've been doing your whole life just enjoy the game so <clears throat> i don't really have like nerves after the game start or anything like it's just felt like an, any other dota game that's good i guess you know that that's what you want it to be like um you don't want to get into it and be thinking like thinking of the magnitude of the occasion. You just want to do the same thing you've been doing day in, day out, like, while you grind, I guess. So, uh, no? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good and a bad Sounds thing, really I guess. Good. It's, it, you... it's, it's good in the yeah. moment, like, you... you, I guess you just play more clear and clear-headed and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, but also it kind of ends up being like, damn, I, I felt like I didn't cherish that moment of being there. <laughs> like, later you feel like... Maybe I did. Maybe I should have like, <laughs> like let it sink in a bit more and then enjoy the moment, because I don't have that like 
memory that like damn that was really cool i just feel like oh, we just played some dota games <laughs> even though you guys always say that it's just a normal dota game it's so fun that some of the best games ever happens on the most titan moments and is this because yeah. everybody elevates themselves or is it because the moment because i have to give it to you and to spirit and to enigma you guys have played some of the best games of your life on the biggest moments of your life that's the whole point of this you know that once you get there you will play the best fucking game of your yeah. life and i saw this week yeah. Yeah. how great the fucking dota games are online because the games have been incredible i haven't seen this dota yeah. in a whole year the whole year i haven't seen this dota yeah yeah it's definitely players like you just it's just it feels different you have like different energy to it you're not in your usual room or your bootcamp place and you actually see the opponents you're gonna play against you see them right there they're sitting next to you almost and i guess you kind of just like everything else just goes away like you're literally only thinking about the dota game so then you just end up making insane plays and Everybody is hyper focused and excited, so then a lot of cool stuff happens. I I want to ask a quick question about this actually. Um, so obviously at TI, like you know, you're in the the like soundproof booths, and you know, so so you you just hear the talk amongst yourselves. Um, at the uh, Gamers Galaxy, like the Dubai land that's on right now, uh, there's no boobs and they're kind of on opposite ends of a room so they can still see each other like across the stage um i want to know like if you were designing like a lan to go and play at what like whether you'd prefer to be in a booth or whether you'd prefer to kind of see and maybe even hear like a bit more of the other team like how yeah how much do you value that dynamic and like you say being able to see them and know who you're going up against you know uh I think the only tournament that was like open that I went to was ESL Birmingham, I would mm -hmm. say. I don't know. It was one of the ESL tournaments that was like open, and I, there was audience also. I think, but um, hmm, I don't know. I think I mean I, I enjoy the booth for sure. Like you get in and you feel really close to your team. Like you're like you're kind of just in a, like a aquarium and people are just watching you and it's just like i don't know it, it's kind of cool it's kind of cool feeling like you feel safe there like mm -hmm. nobody can touch you and you just dare to perform and play dota so i, I don't know i, I kind of like the booth more cool. i would say than the open yeah i would say that the one of the reasons for the booth is actually the audience you have to be careful because they might ruin some of the moments you know like the rose or something like that or the smoke because yeah. on the Enigma Galaxy, yeah. because on the Galaxy tournament right now, there is no audience. Then they can do it without booths. But I don't know why it's been it's been really great tournament. I don't know if you really watch any of it, but it felt like a very friendly tournament, and all the teams are actually kind of friends with each other. And this is put together by a tournament organizer, which is friends with us, because it's Enigma's tournament, and it has created a very safe and friendly environment. And dude, the games have been so fun to watch. I. Spirit played yesterday and incredible games, incredible games. And Boom, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this team, <sighs> they are dumpstering people. They're yeah. so great. They're great. 
Nice. They're yeah, playing that right was, now. Oh, it's cool because I guess people people have been missing the lands a lot, I guess, and yeah. now that they have like a proper good land, everybody gets to play again. It's, it's amazing. I don't want to take shots, but I didn't feel like this in TI. I think TI, the stadium was too cold and too unfriendly. It felt like you were going to fight in an unfriendly place. Because, you know, it was it was massive. No, for sure. I, I, I hated the... I hated the open stadium and like you walking in the grass to the booth and I don't know, it's, it's just, I don't want to even talk about it, like I didn't feel good. <laughs> Correct. And I think this tournament is you're walking together, you're coming out together, it's the stage, it's very friendly, you know? So it feels, and if you see the behind the scenes, it's very yeah. friendly, very nice, very clean. So it doesn't, and it's very warm because it's Dubai. So in, in Romania in October, it felt cold and we left the hotel, uh, Josh, with rain. So you have to go with rain and it's cold and you get in the bus and you get there and it's cold. It's cold the whole time and it's mm. gloomy. So it didn't feel like, it really felt like shit, we're going to war. Shit, we're going to war the whole time. There was nothing yeah. like hopeful. You didn't see light or, or, or happiness at all until you get on the booth. So, I mean, I, uh, I, I was living in in England. Uh, I mean, still am, but I was living in England through uh, through October. So I had a very similar experience. But that's just uh, what our country's like. We need a Southeast Asia TI. We need a Southeast Asia TI. That's that's what I want. That I would need, be incredible. I need a Malaysian TI, or I need like a Philippines yeah. TI, because that would be epic. Imagine the energy that we will have in the stadium. You know, before we get to the stadium, like. And what oh. you eat in the evenings and the fans, dude, that I need to, I need a TI in Southeast Asia. I'm really hoping, like, it would be amazing. Um, I, I'm hoping, like, if if not TI, like, obviously, like, ideally TI, but like this third major this season, I want it to be Southeast Asia. Like, and I know there's plenty of other, like, good venues throughout the world, but yeah, like, we need the craziness on that level the enthusiasm on this on on that level you know i've never been to a land in southeast asia dude well i've never been to like a dota tournament in southeast asia and i need to see it i need to see it it's just every single time i talk to johan or to you and we talk about like the the major there and all that it was like he's telling me like i felt like a rock star i felt like we were the rolling stones <laughs> well i wasn't i wasn't in og yet at that point, mm -hmm. so I, I also haven't experienced the Southeast Asia land myself. Yeah, so yeah. Well, you experienced a Southeast Asian bootcamp and you came back married. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we, we shouldn't. Yeah, that was good. That was a good, successful bootcamp. <laughs> <laughs> you won the eye and found a wife. That's amazing. All in one bootcamp. <laughs> yeah. Should come to Southeast Asia more often, huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Everybody should come here. <laughs> okay, last questions for you. Uh, just two more questions for him. So uh, the next question, um, also from my friend Apostle, uh, he's asking, um, "Hey Thompson, um, we got we got to know, did you see yourself winning two consecutive TIs when Seb wanted to recruit you for their roster? Uh, like, what were your expectations like when you got introduced to the rest of the guys in the team?" Yeah, I had I had like zero expectations. Of course. But... <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I came in. Uh, it was yeah, we had to go to open qualifiers for to get the TI, 
get to the regional qualifiers, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, to me, it was just like that was my TI. That was my first TI, you know, like going through the qualifiers and winning those qualifiers was like it was insane. Like, and it, it was like my first proper boot camp. Like, I, ha- I hadn't been in a boot camp before. Like, you know, you have food, you have a nice house, and all this Damn. stuff. It was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Like, I wasn't used to that kind of treatment myself, uh, uh, so I was like super spoiled and felt amazing just playing Dota for with with these guys who I was like huge fanboy just a couple of months ago, and I was just having the time of my life, you know. Uh, then I ended up winning TIs. Mm-hmm. That was the Paris Bootcamp. That was the in Berlin, I think it was in Berlin, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I had no expectations. I was just there having fun. I ended up winning. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to tell the t- we're gonna have to tell the the truth at one point. Look, uh, Josie was actually part of a contract when we talked to Topias. We were like, look, if you come here, we will be open qualifiers. There's a promise of two TIs. You can retire a millionaire. You will find a wife. And you will look sexy as fuck by the time you retire. Do you want it? We'll, we're gonna make you chat zone. You're gonna have kids. That, and Topias was like, sure, sure. fuck it. That's the level You're going to have to make a podcast appearance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That will be the rest of your life. You just put it up with us for the rest of your life. Do you want it? The good part is that you'll be rich, famous, good looking and married. The bad part is that you can't really get away from us. We're going to be pestering you until the end of the year. I'll take it. He was like, ah, fine. Sure. I guess I can do this. Sure, I guess. I'll take it. It's funny how every single time we talk to someone, Topias, they always tell us, oh, just so you know, we were actually really looking at Topias at that point. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was looking at Topias at that point. <laughs> Kyle told yeah. us that he wanted to play with you. And then other people told us that they wanted to play with you. It was like, yeah, yeah. Peter was like, oh, yeah, we actually looked at Topson as well when we were in IP. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody looks at Topson. It's mine, bitches. So. Well, I was streaming. Before that, I was streaming a lot. And then I made like, Rank one. I, so I guess I had some some eyes on me. I guess well, that was like. Mm-hmm. I guess that was my goal. Like I remember, I used to a... watch you all the time. That, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I heard it a lot. Like some people, like oh, I watched this since you had like fifty viewers. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, thanks a lot for the support. Like, it's amazing. No, I, that was just my goal. Like the first year of trying to get. I don't know if I was that early. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that was like my goal. Just just uh, getting rank one while streaming to get people to look at me, basically. I guess that worked pretty well. <laughs> it worked. I, I knew you as the Invoker uh, Hammer. That was my yeah. Yeah. Meteor Hammer. That was what I, I used to tell people. It's like, yeah, he's a Invoker Meteor Hammer. <laughs> that was, oh, was fun. Good times. I mean, think about it. Like, when people always ask you, how do you become a pro? How do you get to sign to a G and all that? Well, if you're really fucking good at the game and you're willing to stream all the way to become number one and dump sure every person in the middle lane, that's a good way to start, right? That's yep, a good calling that's card. That's definitely the way to go. If you really have what it takes, you should have what it takes to get rank one if you like put your mind into it and try hard because yeah, I, I think that should probably be your main goal, at least like rank 10, if you want to take it serious. Because people actually look at it like... Iraqi got uh, rank one as well, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, 
I mean, people definitely look at it like pros, like, oh, we need to find a player. They go to leaderboards and they look at this, like, they go to, through the list and they look at the interesting players and they're like, oh, let's look at his replays, like, how does he play and stuff. When we look at Juragi, uh, his name was a space, when we looked at it, he was top 10. And we literally, exactly what you said, we went to the top, to, we wanted a carry player, we went to the letterboard, and we're like, okay, who is in the top 30? Who, are, who is here? Who is the carry player? And, and we started looking at them, we started looking at them, and uh, Misha really liked Space, who is Yuragi. He really, really liked it. We talked to him, we interviewed him. And even when he signed to OG, his objective was to become number one. So he became number one, even though he was already signed. He continued grinding because he wanted to be number one. Yeah. So, yeah. That kid plays I, a lot of fucking Dota. He loves Dota. I, I think... Um, we have a lot of nerds eh, right now yeah. in the team. A lot of the guys play a lot, a lot of Dota. BCM plays a lot of Dota. Amar plays all the time. Juragi plays all the time. We're talking about like 15 kind of pups a day, you know? These kids every day. Compare that to uh, us. Chew as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you guys never fucking play the game. We were in this one before TI. I will have you, Anna... Johan and I had we had to drag you into the screens. Yeah, that's that's when you know you're probably not gonna be the best team. You know, like, when the whole almost the whole team is like, uh, I don't want to play these pubs. I don't want to do this. Like, there's no way you're gonna be the best. Johan was talking about how you guys lost ten screams back to back to back to Nigma before TI8. <laughs> ten of them, and he was like, we got so uh, much better getting stunned by Nigma. Yeah, I mean we got. We got broken by them really hard, and we we went down to some <laughs> weird drafts because of it. And but we ended up playing like we ended up learning a lot. Like we complete, I think our playstyle completely changed because of our scrims against uh, Enigma. Like we started playing really fast, and we started like thinking about the just thinking about every second of the game. How can we like like do it as efficient as, as we can, like everything. So they really helped us get better. That's exactly what Johan said yesterday on the stream. Yeah. He said, playing against Nigma broke us and the version that we became was the one that we won eight and nine, you know, with, yeah. without them, maybe we never won. We will have never won it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Go, go, going back to what, what you were just saying, Jay, about, um, like being happy with a LAN, um, Bonkers, who obviously is, is the manager of the Dota 2 team, um, he swung by the Discord uh, like last night uh, after we got eliminated, just to kind of provide like a quick update for the fans on kind of um, on what the reaction amongst the boys was. And he said that he was like so impressed with their attitude, like they they kind of stuck together. There was no like like sulking or like you know everyone stayed together like spent the, spent the night together like got some food and you know kind of like relaxed together and uh you know it was he, he, he said it was uh like a really good vibe with them even though like even though they'd gone out of, of the tournament like uh, apparently it was kind of still really positive between them and i think that's uh that's that's a great sign for the future for us you know if uh if they're able to take that in their stride you know and I will share then something for you. Um, after after the game, we all went to Discord and we were talking to them. And pretty much that's what Johan said. Johan said, it's like, you guys have to think about this. It's a very long, long journey. And in order to be able to be in the journey and stay healthy, you know, you're going to win some games, you're going to lose some games. And 
this is the moments where you choose or you can become a stronger or you can become a weaker team. And if you find a way to use this, then you'll become stronger. I, I love Tobias. I, I would love to you. I don't know, maybe we should watch a game together or something. Because BCM is doing some cool shit, you know? There's a little bit of top yeah. in him. Very different. You guys are very different players. And obviously, I cannot really compare one-to-one. But I will say that there is a lot of the same, not play style, but the same elements that that the old team used to Same play. fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're fucking diving people. No, I'm, I'm, like, full diving. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> we're, like, we're, we're diving a, tier yeah. 4 and tier 3 are up. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan. Like, I, I remember just getting stomped by him. I guess last summer when I was playing Pops and he was playing also, I think. But I never, like, he always had, like, different nickname, I think. So I'm not 100% sure if it was him or not. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. I feel, like, intimidated by these young players now. Like, dude, I, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I'm, like, looking back, like, wow, it wasn't like this, like, when I came this yes, scene. Like, that was you, my friend. Was it, like, that this was kind you. of fire and all that? And then, yeah. uh, and it's like, I was thinking, like, back then, like, I really need to get that back if I wanna go back to competing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot like I wanted to kind of show what I had, like some cool stuff that I had figured out myself, that kind of stuff. It was not like, not necessarily like I didn't want to like beat people up that like that. It was like more like I just wanted to, you know, show people what I got and like then just like, you know, I guess that was it. Like then just like see where see where it gets me basically. I was so like excited about it and I really wanted it to work and that kind of stuff. But now I feel like I don't have the same kind of energy. And I think those new kids that are now playing on OG and, and the spirit, I think they all have that. Like they really want to show people like, dude, we're like, we're going to stomp you, you old fools, get out of the way. <laughs> BCM has made very clear about it, that he wants to be remembered as the best invoker player in the planet. That that's his objective. Oh, that's a, that's so good. he he loves speaking it against everything, and it was fun because I told you like miracle dumpster everybody with the invoker. So there's yeah. some really really good invoker players out there, and it's actually one of my first favorite heroes to actually watch play because I know how complicated that is, and it's lovely mm -hmm. when somebody plays invoker at the top level. It's beautiful because your invoker is very very different to miracles invoker. And both of them are like top, yeah. top category. And his invoker is very different no, from both of your yeah. invokers. Yeah. No, I would say my invoker is like very, uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't put myself in the Miracle and BGM category. I'm more like this, uh, I don't know. I, I would not rate myself on that level, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm just like this. I, I think I figured out a way to play Invoker when it was pretty broken, the Quas 2X build, that nobody else was looking at it. And I kind of abused the fact that mm -hmm. other people had no idea what was going on. And I was just like, well, this is broken and you guys don't want to use it. So I'm just going to stomp some kids with it. <laughs> but they are just like very, very, very good with their spellcasting and everything. It's, just, it's amazing to watch. 
Well, Tobias, it's always a pleasure having you here. Uh, you're always invited to join me and join Johan uh, anytime you want. I, I did promise this last time we spoke in December. I am going to Malaysia. I'm fucking going to Malaysia. I just need to figure out how and when. Right, so you're always welcome. But, yeah, always welcome. It'll be amazing. Here. I miss you, dude. I, I really miss spending time with you. You're always a great friend. And we have to figure out how to deal with this, you know, because we spend so much time together. And, you know, Dota players, you guys are all so unattached sometimes yeah. you know yeah. that yeah. if i don't message you we don't talk but when we do meet it's always like like we never left you know same thing with anna i talk to anna yeah, but yeah, yeah. when i message him he's there but if i don't reach out it's not like hey dude how are you doing how are you yeah. feeling you know? no, it's, it's it's really that habit of i guess most of us dota players and gamers like it's just like i don't know we just forget to reach out and then we feel like oh maybe it's weird or stuff like you're like oh maybe if he wanted to reach out he would do it <laughs> kind of thing and you're like oh. <laughs> and then we just never end up reaching out you're like oh, oh fine it's fine <laughs> i know the uh, feeling well yeah. you know i'm pretty annoying so i will continue reaching out <laughs> oh, and good. dude i still haven't met rina and marwar in person so we have to change that as well yeah so we had him yeah, try to do a trip there yeah uh, that would be cool all right. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much. We're done with this episode. Uh, Tobias, <laughs> you're awesome. Uh, very happy to see you. Yeah, happy too. and cheerful. And I see you in a great place. So, dude, take care and thank keep you. streaming so we can keep watching. Uh, yeah. yeah. I will, I will. Just thank All you right. so much for the questions as well and for being here. Cheers, everybody. Uh, no problem. Have an awesome night, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.